say hello to everybody and then uh yeah. whatever. oh are we on we're live we are on here we go uh steve is gonna go drop um the link into the facebook group but hi everybody hey happy everybody. 500th episode we're doing it congratulations to us <laughs> yes. we did this a long time and here we are <laughs> i i don't know about steve's bottle count but i've got four bottles here for this episode first of all jason welch sent two bottles the first one is malort now i haven't i haven't consumed any of this yet we sent someone with Steve in that little mason jar that it definitely doesn't look like a piss sample at all. And then Jason Welch also sent this monkey shoulder whiskey. Steve will have to try this another time, but I'll try it today. I'm going to be like sampling all this booze. And then uh, Robert McDowell uh, decided to be, uh, you know, a party funder for this episode. Yeah. And he gave Steve and I some cash. And uh, I used that cash to go buy two bottles. All right. I got this tequila that I've never tried before. Oh. I read up on it a little bit, and it sounds like it's going to be a nice treat. And then I splurged, and I got some nice rum. I've never gotten nice, nice rum before. But this is like a uh, like a $60 bottle of rum. It, it comes in a box. Interesting. I'm going to unbox it here. I've never seen the bottle before. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, it's got like a... That like natural fibers down here but the label on this said that it was special because it's made with hand-picked uh sugar cane instead of molasses so interesting probably be so so good all right are we ready to get started steve well i think i gotta i gotta do my talk i picked up ah. a bottle of storyhouse spirits california coastal gin Ooh, I uh, which, I, some gin. which i turned into this gnt that's hiding behind Sorry, I put my camera in a different spot than usual to get a little different angle on the room. So this is actually uh, in downtown San Diego, which I learned. Yeah. Uh, their their spot. And then uh, I've got a, a bunch of a beer, uh, which includes one guitar strap locking mechanism <laughs> uh, on that. You're going to need to drink two of those if you want to strap. I have, it. I have another one strap. in the fridge. Uh, and then I figured I'd try this out. It's a bottle of Lafroy Gaten. Ah, nice. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, it's this is a lot of things. Yeah. Um, which is I'm why people are, like, people are saying, why aren't you in the garage together? It's because one, uh, well, one, because I want to sleep in my own bed tonight. <laughs> Uh, and two, <laughs> because I do have to work tomorrow. Yeah. Point, so, yeah, I, I don't know what my post podcast plan is, but if my family is not here, they might go out and go to, go to like an aunt and uncle's house or something tonight. If they're not here when we're done with this, I might be door dashing uh, a burrito or something. Oh like yeah. That. Yeah. Cause I won't I, be going anywhere. Probably, uh, probably while the live stream is going, I'm guessing my wife will DoorDash. You might, if we get the wider angle, you might see the DoorDash guy through the window ah, yeah, over yeah. here. All right. Um, so should we get started? Yeah, let's, uh, let's do this thing. All right. We're going to end the stream and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, starting off wrong, Mark Bruin says, I hope you won't use this stream as an excuse to not have a regular podcast tomorrow. No, this is it. I ain't doing anything so, tomorrow. <laughs> so I am planning whether maybe I'll do it, have to do it tomorrow. We'll see how we all feel after this or how I feel after this, but I'm planning on downloading this live stream and stripping the audio. So there will ah. be audio eventually. I'm glad you're Maybe planning on tomorrow. doing that so that I don't have to do it. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's just like a 15-minute download and then a 38-minute audio render, and, and then we're done. I can and then a re-upload. I should do it. All right. No, no, I'll do so, it. It's fine. So, you okay, enjoy, you go enjoy yourself. I'll let you do it. I'll enjoy myself. Uh, so we're going to do a regular podcast here over the live stream, and then when we're done, we're just going to do a hangout and put the link in the, in the, uh, the comments and stuff like that. But... There's a little twist on this one. Yes, we're doing it live. We're doing it COVID style. The twist is that every single ad this episode is going to be in the Adventurers Club. Third place is going to get a $25 digital gift card to the retailer or fast food establishment of your choice. Second place, $50. Third place, you get the GNL baby as promised. The first place person, the first place Adventures Club ad this episode is getting a whole ass guitar. Thanks, Sweetwater. Did you just call GNL ass guitars? <laughs> Hold on, did we introduce ourselves? In a good way. I feel like oh I feel hi, like we hi, I'm Ryan, uh, and I'm Steven. This is Sixty Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, but not on a live stream because the audio just gets chopped up by the right. YouTube. Uh, compression uh podcast so if your ad gets featured in this episode you're gonna win something it's everyone's a winner this time uh should we should we try the malort before we get started or should we use that to cleanse our palate after the first ad uh let's it's up to you i don't think this thing that i have queued up i want to be the first ad let me find the one i want to be first All right, let's let's do an ad and then we'll palate cleanse. So there's something to look forward to. Uh, we'll we'll get into the malort after this guy here. Here we go. This was sent to us by Nick Knight. Thanks, Nick. This is a 1964 vintage Fender Mustang Husk. Oh, it's got clay dots. Well, that's yeah, yeah, that's special, the selling point, isn't it? Thanks for the clay dots. Uh, about this listing for sale is what started life as an original 1964 Fender Mustang, but along the way has been, quote, bastardized into what you see here today. The good clay dots, Brazilian rosewood fingerboard, the bad, pretty much everything else. This body has been stripped and refinished, chopped body and headstock with a modified yet original pit guard. This can make a really cool and unique guitar for someone with just a few parts. It's very lightweight. It would make a great travel guitar. Okay. I, I think that was the intent. Like I had picked this one because it's like a mangled Mustang, a mangled vintage Mustang is just like pure 60 cycle. Yeah. Hum. Like that's yeah. just classic. It might as well be like our, our podcast crest or whatever. If anyone wants to get a podcast <laughs> tattoo, then uh, it's got to be a mangled Mustang. Uh, please there's see so many of them. Please see picks as this is sold as is and is for parts or repair only. Although it did play pretty well when all put together. Not sure what happened to the original neck plate, but a neck plate and screws are included. Will be shipped with neck off the body to save on shipping costs. That's a trick. 
It's a little business trick that I don't really like, but lots of people use it. Please message me with any questions. Thanks. Um, yeah. I have not found the picture. $599 plus $50 shipping. That was what I was wondering was what the price is. I like there's, this. There's nothing left here to, to salvage as a Mustang. Like yeah. that's clear. Like the, the headstock is even gone. Like they, they, someone decided that they wanted this to be a travel guitar. And so they cut off everything that I guess technically didn't need to be there. Just trim it down until there's sure. nothing left. In the most technical of sense, I suppose you could argue that. Um, I'm going to do a quick search. Because here's the thing. This is $600. Uh, you can buy aged clay dots for $25. I suppose those are brand new. Uh, how about for some vintage clay dots? Uh, I cannot find any vintage clay dots. Only new clay dots, well, if $25. It's, clay is just something you pull out of the ground. I think all clay is probably similar age, so... Let's not get too worked up about that. <laughs> I'm just right? saying, like, there's nothing. Like, even six hundred dollars sounds way too much. It does because it's there's no there's no essence of Mustang left here. Like, there's there's nothing recognized. Yeah. It's not salvageable. Yeah, you know, actually, you know what? You you put in the pickups, you put on the bridge, you wire it up. It's actually gonna sound like a Mustang. Like we we can say that, right? Like. I'm sure it's gonna, it's gonna sound like a Mustang, whatever that means. Like, <laughs> that's all yeah. you're looking for. I Here have you go. a, you're gonna have the, the sound of a vintage Mustang. I have a a uh a two by four, and I dropped three pickets and a DOS wiggle sticking on it. Congratulations, it's a Stratocaster, right? Right, right. Like, it's I've got a piece of plywood and I slapped two PAFs on it. Uh, so I've got a Les Paul, like, is that the angle here? The problem is, is the only thing that justifies $600 is that this is whatever it said, 1964 or whatever. Um, but even that, like what's a 1960s Mustang go for? I feel like it's not that like, not, not $600, like two but... grand probably somewhere in that neighborhood it, it i'm sure it depends on specifics and specific little details and stuff like that but yeah they're they're still accessible the priced vintage instruments it's not like it's a 58 telecaster or something like that or like you know like a you know whatever stratocaster is the one everyone wants to have <laughs> i never price out vintage strats and tellies but i know they go for a lot just there is a there is a white white mustang on reverb right now it looks like that says free shipping for 1950 it's a refin not even two grand oh so it's a refin that's why i suppose it's um and that's a 65 there are no it doesn't look like there's maybe any 64s there's some like what look like maybe original reds uh 1968 original red nitro for uh 2400 24 so it, pretty much everything stays at least under three grand given what's missing here um i feel like uh this is not i mean i'm sure somebody will pay 600 for this i hope not 
I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to price it at, but there's nothing here that's salvageable. Like you, you're not buying this for parts to, to, to save a, a, another Mustang that has a broken neck or something like that. Cause the headstock is gone. Mm -hmm. You're not buying it for, I guess, technically you could buy it for the frets and the fretboard. Like someone could do a fretboard swap. Yeah. But that's major surgery. And I don't think someone should pay 600 bucks for that. Like, well, once you, once you pull the fretboard off and slap it onto like a modern, what are you, you going to slap it onto a modern neck? You're going to buy two 1964 Mustangs and use this thing as your parts farm for the one salvageable part. Yeah. There's just, there's not enough parts for this to be worth 600 bucks. Oh, I'm, so I'm sorry. There's a uh, one, two, there's four salvageable parts. The fretboard, presumably the nut and the two uh, shafts for the, for the, Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone cares about getting vintage, correct. Uh, bridge shafts for their vintage Mustangs. Yeah. Fender hasn't made that part quite as well, you know, quite yeah. as good as they used to back in the old days. We have to get <laughs> the vintage and you know, it's worth paying $600 for that. I'm sure there's not anyone on eBay selling just those parts for no, even no. 150 bucks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people in the chat who think this looks like the Wang caster. I mean, I can see it. Uh, I anyone who can see a Wang caster in this should go talk to their physician because I am not seeing that at all. Maybe I'm, I'm just hashtag I'm, built different. I'm saying it's like <laughs> the, I'm not seeing it's, that. It's in it's in the same inspiry window of the. Uh, of that of the one version the the cleaner version maybe when it's cold outside all right i don't know what <laughs> we're looking at different parts here hey, uh, if, uh, if if kyle b is in the is is out there watching right now if someone just let him know that he is muted and no one can see his comments <laughs> <laughs> all right um, i i i have a really tough time figuring out a value for this because there's no, there is nothing to salvage. Yeah, and yeah. like technically the those the bridge posts are the only thing that you could salvage and say here is something that is uh, sellable that you could remove from here and sell it, and they should maybe be worth 150 bucks, maybe 100, somewhere in that. Th this is not 600 dollars worth of vintage guitar. It's no. a little bit of wood. It's a neck with a mangled headstock. No one's gonna want that neck. It. May maybe just because it is vintage wood in that neck, you might be able to get 50, 75 bucks for the neck alone. You know, like that's that's my instinct, anyways. Maybe someone out there wants to disagree with us. I just look at this and it's just worthless to me. I don't see any value in it whatsoever. No, it's I just it's this is how to absolutely mangle. Like this is a school. This this should be a lesson. This should right. be in textbooks. This should you know you know Reverb does that price guide thing. This should be in the Reverb price guide as things that you should not put on Reverb. Does your Mustang look like this? Give up. <laughs> Just give up. Keep it or like give it away to someone who who will treat it better than you've treated it. You know. Um, 
I had a point in it just to, okay. So the travel guitar thing, I think, I think clearly the person who did this wanted it to be a travel guitar. Right. A Mustang's already a small guitar. If the bits of the Mustang that he cut off, I don't want to be sexist. Maybe, a, maybe a woman did this. That if they cut off, <laughs> um, was impeding their travel. Sure. Sure. Like, just don't play guitar when you travel like this. You didn't save enough space for it to really qualify as a convenient travel thing. You yeah. know, um, speaking of travel guitars, um, you know, the, those, uh, CRE guitars are real hot right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of sad that we, uh, that we never demoed one back in the day. I feel like I it's did a video. Now. I did a video at summer Nam. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did do the summer Nam one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I'm seeing those everywhere and they have a model now that I think is like 1300. So it's actually like, yeah. In, I think that's the one that people's price. I think that's the one that I demoed that summer name, but it was like still in like pre-production. It was like, yeah. Yeah. like, though, this one's going to be, it's not going to be $3,000. I still haven't seen anyone actually do a full demo. I've just seen a lot of like YouTube shorts of people going like yep. folded in half. Burr. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's in tune. Well, but anyway, that's cool. Um, so this is, you're saying this is not a buy, buy, buy is what no, I No, mean. not at all. Well, if, if, if you were going to just for the sake of a travel guitar, just for travel guitar purposes, I think that a mm-hmm. Mustang is a bad place to start, even though it's short scale. I think it's a bad place to start just because of the space that is required by the trend. Like it's given you too much space on the end there. I think if you're going to chop up a vintage guitar, I think it should be a Telecaster. It should have, a, it should have a hard tail on it. Even a Stratocaster makes more sense because the springs aren't behind the bridge. They're in front of the bridge. You yeah. could definitely cut a strat up to be smaller than this in length. That's that's my final hot take on this. <laughs> Your final, such a hot take. All right, I know. So um, well, um, I suppose uh, now is the time then, if we're following our normal format. Who are you waving to? Me you waving? I, to, it looked like. Oh no! I I clicked the mouse and it was like. Ah. Hi everybody! I did, I did a dramatic Hi. mouse click. Is what we I got did. a lot of people in the chat tonight. We got Amanda's here, of course. Snarky, sassy, kind of the classics. Jason Welch. We it's the time to malort. It's time to malort. Wait, Longs it. is here. I, yeah, is that Darren? I assume. You drink this stuff straight. Is that how this works? I'm assuming. I don't have any mixers for it. it I feel like I might have like... poured too much. Smell, I'm just gonna drink it straight from the jar. It smells like a. It smells like paint thinner. Tiki Flamingo is not here. Oh, good. Gronk Jappelson. All right, let's see how this prank is sponsored by Jason Welch goes. I hear that this stuff is wild. Oh, that's weird. It is not anywhere near as bad as I was led to believe. Like, it's got a lingering though. Like, I get why people wouldn't like it. It does have this, like, paint thinner quality to it. I don't know if I can wash that out. That's just gonna sit there. That's I don't weird. feel compelled to drink more. 
<laughs> it does have a very particular taste that I can't describe. Um, it's herbal. It's of yeah. the earth. It you feels know? like, it, okay, here's what it tastes like to me. Um, and this is going to maybe sound bad, but this is the only way I can think about it because I have it in front of me is, um, is it's like if you took gin and then you cooked out all of the water and then try and then just drank it. So like, like it's too herbal. It's like a cough drop on, if you got rid of all of it the is, sugar and it cough is drop. cough droppy like it has it's in the like a ricola direction uh, oh this is a good description mr nobody says it's like when you throw up but you can't get the bile taste out of your mouth or out of the back of your throat yeah, yeah can... it tastes more industrial than that to me mm. all right all right <laughs> it does taste like it's got like a industrial paint thinner chemical solvent sort of quality to it I will say though that like, I mean, I I went a bit extreme. I swished it around in my mouth. I got it up in my gums and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like, if I did it just as a shot, like that initial first taste, I would feel like the first two beats of the taste were fine. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then the aftertaste, it tastes like uh, burnt hair and rubber. You know, burnt hair and <laughs> rubber. Um, and weirdly, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in like let's have an experience sort of way. Like I could see like this, this, this is like the, uh, a drink in Chicago, right? Like I, I could see this being yeah. a local tradition sort of thing. Like let's celebrate. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> I was trying. Oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I clicked the wrong thing. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't do it all wrong. I could see like, Hey, you got that promotion. You're having a baby. Oh, like major life thing. You're retiring. We're all going to experience something together. Let's celebrate the Chicago way with a shot of Malort. You know, you're never going to forget it. It's, it's, it's memory making booze. I get it. Mm -hmm. No, but it's... I'm not, I don't think I'm going to finish the glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of this jar. Um, uh, you know, clean some windows, you know, start, start yeah. the grill with it. Lighter fluid, you know. Um, what I was trying to do is transition us into the next thing. I'm going to go a little bit out of order. Okay. Uh, because our next thing is our sponsor, uh, StringJoy. Oh, look at you bringing up look the website. Very official looking website. I can scroll to the top, but I, you know, I don't know if that's helpful. But this they've got the up some best These are bundles. Ever done. This is like uh, if you've got one, a variety of things, the electric bundle. The electric or and acoustic bundle or just the acoustic bundle you head on over to stringjoy.com or use the link in the do you have i don't know if it's in the description of this one uh at the moment but it eventually will be yeah steve will steve will retcon that in there it's in there and, go, uh, go look tomorrow <laughs> and when you uh when you check out use code hum to get ten. <laughs> i almost said 50 Good God. To get 500% uh, off, yeah, they will yeah, pay they, you. To... They will pay you to get 10% uh, percent off of your purchase, which in most places means you're at least not paying taxes. So that's always a bonus. Uh, so yeah, head on over to there. And now I will stop that Those screen. Those bundles look like a, like a, like the way to go for like a holiday gift. Like you want to give someone a sample pack, like 
a little taste of everything. It's it's like yeah. a Whitman sampler, but with strings. Uh, so, whew, this is, I got that. I, just, I can't shake that aftertaste. It's, uh, it's rubbery. Burnt um, hair and rubber is, is where I think I'm lying. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that, now that you say burnt rubber, and I saw a few of that in the chat, and now I'm placing it. This tastes like back the last time I have this burned in memory, burned in uh, memory of blowing out a clutch in a car. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Tw- from like 20 years ago. <laughs> right. Uh, and that is what uh, I am it's kind of t- tasting. And I'm still not saying like it's the worst thing ever. Like I would rather drink that than like, remember that big plastic bottle of Walmart vodka that Adam bought? I would rather, I would rather drink Malort than that. All right. Because at least it tastes like something. It's not just like the booze portion of the Malort was actually kind of smooth. It didn't taste like cheap booze. It's like the, just the flavor profile of whatever it's made with is really intense and really unique. Like I'd rather drink that than like some sort of like rot your gut plastic bottle Walmart vodka. <laughs> you know, at least it's something. Yeah. Um, so I don't I'm really struggling with transitions. I did I felt like I did a good transition into string joy. That was a good transition, um, Steve. Should we go to another ad? uh, No, we should do some housekeeping. Ah, This is a part of the show where we thank everyone who has sponsored the show. Um, And are you going to list new names? Because the next week's episode won't have them. I'm going to do the new names between next week's episode and now. So it is going to be out of order. Okay. Oh, Keep did you already this. did you already edit next week's episode? No, but we didn't announce the new name, so they won't be in next week's episode. That's fine. Um, this is behind the scenes riveting stuff for everyone yeah. at home. Um, but I want to thank at the one dollar level, um, Matt Lewis. Oh, next week's doesn't have any because it's the second episode, and the second episode never. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Matt uh, Lewis and Alex T at the one dollar level. Uh, at the $5 level, we have familiar person. I believe this is a cat because it's spelled P-U-R-R-S-O-N. Yeah. Always this love our cats person. in the audience. And at $10 in the uh, stream right now in the in the chat is Michael Krause. So thank you, oh, nice. Michael. nice. Thank you, Michael. I am going to so, cleanse uh, my palate. Of course. Uh, the Patreon funds go to help pay for things for this show uh, that we do, like things that we do. You know the things that we do. <laughs> you know things that we do. We're li- we're losing audience members here, Steve. We were at one forty. Now we're at one thirty three. I'm gonna pour some of this monkey shoulder that Jason Welch sent as well, just to get a different taste in my mouth, and then we will uh, continue as you see fit. Monkey shoulder. Uh, this stuff looks oh, I'm good. Waiting on you. I'm just waiting on you now, man. Okay, you want to you want to get into the next thing? Well, take your drink, I guess. Dare the next thing is going to be. Wong's amps in the chat is Darren slash Jeff slash Bendy slash Fenshaw. <laughs> uh, He's many people. We're doing this. Is this the next one? Is that the next? Yeah, one? let's do this one. Here we go. This was sent by uh oh i spelled his name wrong 
<laughs> relap Pacheco. It's supposed to be Ralph. Good old Pacheco. relap. Good old Pacheco. relap. Sorry, Ralph. <laughs> so just to, as a reminder, uh, every ad featured in this episode is going to result in uh, a, a gift card or a guitar. Two people will get digital gift cards and one person will win a guitar. So last one could have been a winner of the guitar. This one could have been a winner of the guitar. Either way, both of them will definitely get a gift card. The next one could be a winner of a guitar. This is CD Initials Shaped Electric Guitar. Very unique. Truly one of a kind. A beautiful guitar. This would make a great gift for any guitar player with the initials CD. I had this custom made a few years ago, but I need the money, so I'm selling it. So presumably the person who had this made is also named CD, I hope. Uh, So I'm selling it. I've never played it much. It's very nice. Plays and sounds great. Made of Alderwood. Has Texas style. I'm sorry. Has Tele style. Neck and hardware has Mexico Tele pickups. Will ship in an old Fender case. I believe. Did you have the price up there? $2,500. Yeah. $2,500, guys. And this could be yours. Do you have the initials CD? Or maybe you run a business with the initial CD. Like Maybe you just even like those letters like that's your that's your favorite part of the alphabet like maybe maybe you have two other people in your band and the bassist has an a b bass <laughs> so you're a b c d and then you've got an ef drum kit or an ef keyboard or ef rhythm guitar or something like that like you can complete the alphabet here i don't know twenty five hundred dollars i think it's a good buy yeah, there it. there's some other ways to read this. Uh, Amanda call, is calling, and Sassy are saying this works if your name is Ed. Uh, it this could does also kinda. kind of be an Ernie Ball guitar, as somebody call, points out that this could be an EB. Yeah. Um, and of course, what I added to the video, Mike Stone says, "How about you see these nuts?" Which I think <laughs> is hilarious because I'm 12. Well, when when I grabbed this ad, I I sent a screen grab uh, to Cole Duke from the Gear Slum. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Here you go. Here's your guitar." Uh, all right. He, I don't think he's replied yet, but <laughs> R.I.P. in p- peace. But this could have been perfect for the Charlie Daniels band. Ah, yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm a little bit bugged that the D is so much narrower than the C. Yeah. Like that's a big C and a little D. I'm sorry. I just want to see a big D. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> when it comes to CDs, I want the big D is is all I'm saying. <laughs> we got a super chat uh saying happy birthday. It's not really our birthday. It's because there's 52 episodes in a year. This just happens to be the 500th. So it is a milestone, yeah. but it it's not technically like the 10-year anniversary yet. That's still it, 4 months away, I think. I th- Think it, yeah, I think it's in January. It might be early February, something like that. Well, if we're going by years, yeah, if we're going by years, I think it's in January. You're right, but thank you for the super chat three dollars and 75 cents. I'll have a little sip of uh, of my scotch here. Is it scotch or is it whiskey? Blended malt scotch whiskey. I was right, you're right and wrong. Uh, oh, you know what? According to is it good? I know what the Malort is for now. For it makes everything else in your life better. Like better. 
<laughs> yeah, that wow. it tastes like here. Let's let's isolate this for a moment. It tastes like a caramel candy compared to that malort aftertaste that was in my mouth. Like this <laughs> is heaven. Like you want to enjoy uh, the rest of the drinks you're gonna have all night. You got to start with malort. Ryan, according to uh, IMDb, um, the first episode of 60 Cycle Hum aired on January 13th, 2014. On IMDb? According to IMDb. Why is that on IMDb? Uh, we are on IMDb. Our show is at least is on IMDb. We're on IMDb? Uh, we've been running since 2014. <laughs> We have no reviews, no photos, no storyline. Uh, but it is pointed out that we are in color. <laughs> so when did we get on air on IMDB? That makes no sense. I think at some point IMDB just started uh like putting podcast like podcasts and YouTube series on on their thing. So technically, like we're I think at least the YouTube series. Um, of some sort that I, is I, there's bizarre. like all kinds of podcasts on there it's it's strange um yeah i don't i've been trying to think about like who is this for uh one of the places we it's we for cold duke he we buy it. yeah well one of the places we posted this it was pointed out that this would like if you ever wanted to change the pickups this would be a, a freaking nightmare yeah like, rewire it like they don't they didn't post a picture of the back of it this is all we have, these two pictures. I imagine there is just a, a route going through the back all the way around that sea. Yeah. I mean, it might not be that bad if you're using, like, stiff enough wire. Um, and if your wire is stiff enough, then it's not an ED. It's definitely a CD. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, definitely I, the worst part of this is the gold hardware. It just tarnishes I was gonna, so fast. That's what I was about to say is I don't like the gold hardware. Yeah, I mean, swap the, it out so, for Chrome, and then I'm in. So exactly, so much of this guitar is redeemable. Um, you know T, what? T seven 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 says it's a boat anchor guitar, and I can I definitely would, see that. It just right needs angle. a little bit of a trim on the D, and it totally is. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you trim up the the sides of the D to give it like that crossbar thing going on. And it's totally a boat anchor. This could be instead of a C D guitar, it could be a just a regular C guitar, S E A. Right, right. Yeah. How many uh yeah, Mark says IMDB says 466 episodes. Uh, you know, IMDB's wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> don't get your don't get your podcast information from IMDB. They're not up to date on what we've got going on. Get it on from here. our fandom.60cyclehum.com. I'm actually a little surprised that no one's ever made a Wikipedia for us that's got like notes on every episode. Like it would be way too much work and I would ask I would I don't want anyone to do it, but I'm surprised no one's tried to do it, you know. Yeah. This is what are they just basing this price off of like what they paid to have this made? I think they're just being hopeful. Like they're like five hundred dollars. It's that's it's. The, here's the thing: it's priceless. You know, it's one of a kind. It's worthless. You mean? 
priceless, Steve. Yeah, you can't put <laughs> it's a not price worthless, in it. Steve. It is a Telecaster. Everyone loves Telecasters, and this is a Telecaster as Leo Fender first envisioned it. Like this is it. This was the this is the prototype. You know. Yeah, uh, it actually. Um, I don't know. I was gonna try to throw these initials at like. You know, this was supposed to be CP originally, the Carl Perkins guitar, but there was an error in the manufacturing. You could trim it up to be a CP or a lowercase b, a C flat, a CD, yeah. a C, a C flat. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting. Wayne says uh, it would look better if the body that's behind the letters was yes. painted black. That's so totally not true. red in front and black in the in the background. It would this would be better if the guy who who had this made was like a local hero. Like everyone knew who CD was. Right. Oh, there's CD. Did you see him play last week? I mean like he... the, the fact that this is in Alabama, it's selling in Alabama, kind of lends to that sort of lore. Um, because that, that is kind of, you know, potentially an area, uh, where they have kind of that blues tradition of a lot of like homemade sure. wacky, what we would consider wacky, but they become the signature instruments yeah. for, it's uh, got that outsider art, uh, vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, and let's be honest, like it's well executed. Yeah. This is, yeah. this like it ain't no slouch like this is a guitar it looks completely competent it looks like you could absolutely definitely play it's probably ergonomically mostly fine because it's just it's a it's a big oval for the most part like it's fine like you could totally play this it's a playable guitar as far as i can tell i don't see anything about this would that would say don't even bother trying to play this is junk it's not junk it's 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 a functional guitar as far as we can tell but why why is the question <laughs> Oh my gosh, Gronk Joppelson says it's a clit destroyer custom. Holy hell. <laughs> Yikes. I'm, I wasn't going to read that one, but uh, I suppose, uh, you know. <sighs> it's a live stream. We're going to, we're going to, stuff is just going to happen. Things are just going to, well, hopefully things random, too many randoms don't join later. I know, right? The, the wrong kind of randoms. Uh, I don't know what else. I, I, there's not a lot. I feel like there's not a lot to say about this. I'm a little bit with pragmatic on this one. Please change the subject. All right. Well, we've, we've established that this exists. We've established that it, 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 there are different things CD could stand for or that it could be interpreted as different letters. Let's just assume it stands for compact disc. And this person is selling this guitar because their band now distributes their music via uh download codes so they, they now have a dc guitar cd just wasn't working anymore download codes and their new guitar is in the shape of a uh, qr code or maybe it's a it's a qr on their new guitar yeah um all right we're going to change the subject because uh because we need to yes um, <laughs> what's new man what is new this is oh the man new part of the show Ah, we didn't decide on any topics, did we? We're just gonna. Run I thought through. we were gonna. I thought maybe we there was an obvious topic. Well, we'll do the. How about we do the topic in the after show? 
Okay. You know? Yeah. But so right. for what's new, like I'm hoping to wrap up my drum video this yeah. week. I'm in the final stretch. Um, the, the issue is that uh, I went through uh, Drumeo's 30-day drummer program, which sounds like right. it would be perfect for filming 30 days of drum lessons. But in that 30 days, they include a day off for Sundays and they include like a question and answers video that would have been live when the uh, when the program went up. So I'm actually missing like nine days. Oh, <laughs> that wow. I need, that I need to fill with other stuff. So I've been trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. I just need to pick up some random other lessons. And I think I'm just going to try to buzz through a bunch of random stuff uh, this week and just get it done. So I'm, I'll finally be done. With my 30 day can a my, my can a drummer learn 30 can a guitarist learn drums in 30 days concept video that I've been working on for like a hundred days now. Can <laughs> a guitar player learn drums in 90 days? Can a guitar player learn how to talk about learning the drums in 90 days? Um yeah, so this week uh I I've Sometimes I intentionally, but also unintentionally, kind of intentionally post things that I suppose some people might think are um, an, a little absurdist way to approach social media. So, of course, this past right. week, I went to see Death Cab for Cutie at the Hollywood Bowl and the that Postal Service also at the Hollywood Bowl. And the p picture I posted on our Instagram was taken like five minutes before everything started. Whereas like everybody else posts like, oh, I went to this show and they post all these pictures afterwards. I post the picture from five minutes before the show and I don't take any pictures during the show. I just want to be be experiencing the show. Right, yeah. You know, Which is a mature thing to do. Um and I figure everybody else is going to take their pictures and videos and whatever. So it's fine. So if I want to go back and experience it, I can experience it through other things. So uh, it's a really good show. My I my one complaint with the Hollywood Bowl actually is that it sounded too good. Uh-oh. Um, you which hate is like, to hear it. You hate to hear that. It's know? kind of a weird thing. I think it's because the, there's like the Hollywood Bowl fits like 17,000. I looked this up. I So I assume there's 17,000 people there. Um, I don't know what how to estimate a crowd that size but because it's outdoor and i think because i don't know why um but i couldn't really like hear other people around me like i couldn't there wasn't like you know sometimes you go to a show of an artist where people really like know the music like people know the words to all the songs and it's right. kind of like this experience and i had to like there was this. Oh, also, yes, my wife uh, took the pictures. She take she takes all the pictures, so I get to live vicariously through her, even though I'm there. Um, but uh, that was kind of weird to be in this big open space and not hear. I'm hoping everyone was singing along, but because it's not enclosed, you just couldn't really hear it. Right, because there's no reflective surfaces for you to hear the right. crowd because it's all just blasting up into the atmosphere. Where like yeah. if you were inside of a structure, it would bounce off the walls and the ceiling. And exactly, stuff. exactly. So um, one of the things that I thought was interesting, though, uh, about it, and I looked into it and I apparently, so Ben Gibbard is the frontman, singer, writer, whatever for uh, Death Cab and 
He was half of the Postal Service. And um, and one thing I thought was really interesting is he basically play, played like four guitars throughout. Well, he played five guitars, one guitar with the Postal Service, four guitars with Death Cab. Um, and uh, but one of those guitars is an acoustic and acoustic guitars are boring. So I'm not going to talk oh, about those. What so I am going to talk about that I find really interesting um, and a, I think it's a testament to the instrument. Um, is he played three of these really now Squire bullets? Oh man, now they're gonna go up in value. Damn, I mean, it. they're already going up in value. So, so I looked up, um, I looked up, I know he, of course, he's played at least three songs on an arrow guitar. Uh, no, he didn't. Um, but <laughs> I, I looked it up and found out that actually he was like, he was playing uh, Squire bullets like back. At when death cab started wow that he bought like several of them uh he bought one for like 150 bucks actually like a, a fender one for like 150 bucks uh in like 2000 and he uh in an interview he said the reason he likes them which uh which is definitely what's true about him is it's a small body it's like a three-quarter size body like a mustang but it's a 25 and a half inch scale length yeah so you get this really tiny body that you can, and they're tiny necks. They're like small necks, even though they're full scale. So you can do like a lot of like really bell-like, like chimey things with them. And you can play like pretty, pretty fast in a non-shreddy way. Like if I, you're just doing yeah. like picking like our arpe basic arpeggios through chords and it just work really well. But I was just surprised to see, I always think of Death Cab as a Telecaster band mm. uh, or like uh you know, they're there. I don't know what the guy's name is, but the other guy who was playing guitar was playing um, like uh, was playing um, like a Fano the whole time. Like his main guitar was a Fano. So, uh, of course, you know, that guy was playing some expensive stuff. But it was just interesting to like I lo was looking. I was like, that's a bullet. And then I kept staring. I kept staring. And I realized those are all Squire bullets. I just thought yeah. that was really neat. I think that these really things neat. are like four or five hundred dollars now, but no, dude, really I was looking them up the other day and they're they're in four figures. Not the Squire ones, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think the, oh, the, Fender, I, the Fender ones for sure are. OK, yeah, I, uh, I, I played one of the Fender ones, I think, at Carter Vintage in Nashville last time I was out there. Mm -hmm. And oh, man, it was just such a fun guitar, such a great feeling neck, such a snappy guitar. You know, it yeah. was one of the ones that has the the pit guard bridge. Oh the, yeah, the pit yeah. guard is made out of metal, and the the end of it is just bent up so that <laughs> the pit guard is literally the bridge. It's yeah. essentially a gigantic Telecaster bridge that happens those, to be those, a pit guard. Those ones are wild, and it's it's yeah. crazy. I sold mine for like four hundred and ten dollars or something. Should have bought it from you. Uh, <laughs> Should have never let you sell that to someone else. Now this the one that I have is not in playable condition, like. I mean, it's playable, but it's not. I think the electronics are a little messed up. So I do want to spend some time uh, getting that fixed up at some point. Uh, but that's that's my what's new is. Um, so what. What was your what's new? Drums. Drums. Yeah. Your my what's, what's, my what's new is that I uh, 
I dropped the ball and I should have done an arrow guitar video because then oh, I would I have gotten so many views apparently. Oh my gosh. Freaking ant. I haven't checked today because it makes me sick. I'm so, I'm so happy for him. But when I checked yesterday, he, he was over a hundred thousand views on that video. Good. And he didn't on, even do a demo on the one where he just says that he didn't do anything. Right. Right. It's beautiful. I'm so, I'm so happy for him. I wish it was me. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I'm not sloshed. Matthew's saying I'm sloshed. Yeah. I'm not um, at all. I am I am a sip. I took a sip off this Malort and then gave up. And I have drank a half an inch off of this scotch. So, yeah, I am very far away from even feeling my booze. I'm just a silly boy. Okay? That is accurate. This is a part of the show where why did this one not automatically? There we go. Where we talk about Chase Bliss. <laughs> ah, there we go. On their website, chasebliss.com. Go check it out. They've got this cool little animated thing. This is oh, uh, cool website. This is really uh, a cool website. Of course, they've got a bunch of pedals. You got any of their pedals in front of you there, Ryan? I do. I've got the mood right here in my hand. The mood. This one right here, the mood yeah. mark two. It's instant purple boy ambience with the generation loss mark two. It's a VHS duplicator. Um, we got the habit. We don't talk about these uh automatones too much, but but I've got, got one. The, I don't have that. That's the reverb. I have the drive one, the this preamp one, one. The preamp mark two. It's a it's amazing and it's beautiful and i'm afraid to use it because i'm afraid i'm going to ruin it or something like that it's like a piece of studio equipment you know i'm not going to put yeah. velcro on that and throw it on a board are you kidding me it's and an of course they, they did this reverse mode c is the small batch bliss still going it is no. not it ended uh august 31st but of course the one thing if you're interested in getting in on a small batch bliss in the future uh, you got to get on their mailing list so you hear about it so you're not just waiting on social media to feed you the information you want to get that information fed straight to you. Nice. Chase Bliss. Chase Bliss Audio. Thank you for sponsoring probably 400 episodes of this podcast. It might be something like that. We should probably go back and figure out when they started sponsoring us because it has been a really long time. I could figure that out. I've got I don't do it. Don't do it right now. Do it right now. Steve, don't. I said don't. I'm begging you, don't do it, Steve. We, uh, should we do the next ad? Do you want to do it? Ad? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to save this topic for after the show. So let's just do this ad. We haven't even um, agreed on topic. Steve, Steve and I have just agreed that the topic is obvious. The topic so. is obvious. This last ad is a Washburn Phoenix. It's set by sent by Michael Krause. Yep, Mike Krause. Okay, here it is. The Washburn Phoenix. Don't bother to Google that. I don't think it's really a thing. This is available for $500 at a local music store who took it in on a trade or just outright bought it. The inlays and detail work look flawless. Intonation past the 12th fret is 100% crap. <laughs> Control, volume, volume, and master tone. Electronics are functioning, yet also highly questionable. Yes, I went to the music store today and took these picks. So I guess I'm making my own ad and submitting it. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's not the reason I picked the ad, but it definitely sweetened it up for me. It's like, oh my gosh, he went and took these pictures. It's not an ad. It's a physical listing. It's analog. It's an analog listing somewhere. And he went and documented it for us. Like, I love that. That's fantastic. Okay. Why? Why? Okay. It does have a Washburn neck plate on it. Is that the provenance of this being a Washburn guitar? 
is that it has a Washburn neck plate. Let's take a look. Washburn Pro. I couldn't tell you whether or not it belonged on there. That might be a, a good point. Maybe uh, it has nothing to do with Washburn at all. Because I, I ser searched and I couldn't find anything. There's no marks on the headstock. It looks like a fully custom sort of thing here. I've never seen a Washburn that looked anything like this. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it had nothing to do with Washburn whatsoever. This has abalone inlays. Um, when I look up Washburn Phoenix, it takes me to the Washburn University Athletics page because they have a defensive end named Phoenix Smith. Yeah, that's that's not the same thing, Steve. This is a a bird themed guitar. It also takes me to the LinkedIn page of Amy Washburn in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. Yeah, this doesn't exist on a website anywhere. I I'm there's two possibilities. And I'm leaning towards the second one. But the first one that it, this is a custom job, a domestic custom job where someone's like I need a Phoenix guitar and mm -hmm. they hired mm -hmm. they ha hired a local guitar builder to make it for them. Second option, which I'm really going for here, this is some sort of weird, wonky AliExpress, you know, Alibaba.com sort of situation where some builder in uh, China was like, I'm going to make the, this crazy guitar and I'm going to sell them on Alibaba. And someone in the States bought one. That's you my think, guess. You think if this was coming out of Alibaba world that this would have a Washburn neck plate on it? I think that's aftermarket. I think someone swapped it in because they didn't oh, like it okay. they, or they did some work on it. Like maybe those pickups are aftermarket or something like that. They, they swapped some stuff around. I don't think any part of this is actually, maybe, maybe those pickup rings, those, those cream pickup rings and the pickups, maybe those came out of a Washburn or something, but Washburn, like it's been a hot minute since Washburn made electric guitars regularly. Like I know yeah. they have the, the signature for, uh, for Nuno, right? Well, they make them. Um, I think they make them again right now. Oh, really? But they're all, it's like an all import line. They don't make, I don't think they make anything like this. When you go to their website, it's like a bunch of different versions of Nuno's and then right. a guitar called the Sona Master, uh, which is basically a Strat. They do a guitar called the Nelly. It's a Telecaster, but it's, oh, it's all, that's also, it's Nuno Betancourt's Telecaster. Right. Like so, all, yeah, I got the I've I've been under the impression all their electric stuff is Nuno centric yeah. these days. And their Washburn for the most part is focusing on their acoustic stuff. All right. So Washburn aside, the inlay work on this, assuming I I assume those are inlays, looks good. It follows yeah, the art, it all it looks, follows art rule. It all looks competent. Yeah, the, the bird's head follows the art rule for sure. It's flying I, around. It's I got I'm not in love with the legs, but I understand it, I suppose. Yeah, I you gotta if, you gotta really understand what's going on there before you realize that those are claw feet. Whatever. I think with all the inlay work going on, I think there could have been a lot more going on to indicate what was going on with the wings because the giant mm -hmm. there you could play those horns into being the you know the upper crest of the wings going down the side of the of, of the bird but it really doesn't make a lot of visual sense it almost looks like it could be turned into a fish guitar if you ignore the horns like the horns don't really flow with the bird that great so you could look at the tail and be like oh this is meant to be a fish oh i see 
I see. Yeah. Also, it's just kind of a dumb looking bird face. <laughs> it's got it's got you know a medieval kind of flair to it, I suppose. And I'm sure it was themed after a, a medieval. Yeah, it's kind of depiction of a like, phoenix. Uh, I would. I'm thinking of a specific like eagle design, sort of a thing. That's right. very medieval. Lauren is texting me what I want for my food later. She's going to oh, go get Mexican. I'll nice. answer us when we're done with it. When we're done with this ad. Phoenix. I don't know. It's are... how much did they want for it? It was like five hundred. Five hundred dollars. You're going to buy this those, for five hundred dollars, Aaron? Is one of those situations where, like, if you've got a Phoenix themed band, then it's like you're the only person on the planet who's mm. looking at this hard. And this isn't from the internet. It's from a physical store. You know, it's 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 in a pawn shop or something like that, a local guitar shop. I can't imagine anyone buying this. And honestly, I feel like if I owned the guitar shop where this was being held, okay, there, okay, here's two scenarios. It's the owner's guitar. He had it made. He decided finally, ah, I'm going to sell it, or he, he, he puts right. it up as a showpiece or whatever. I don't like that scenario, but it is possible. Second scenario. Someone brought this in to pawn it or to trade it. And the employee took that trade or they took that pawn. And if I was the owner, I would fire that person. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, because who are you going to sell this to? Yeah. This isn't going to move. They probably like, paid... Given typical rates, they probably paid between two hundred and two hundred and seventy dollars on a on the if if this is a if this was a you know upfront purchase like you sold it to the store if it's a commission then it's just sitting there right right um, if it's if it's meant to be uh, what's that word for that um it is a c word but it's not commission uh you know what I'm talking about. Now I feel like an idiot. Consignment. Right consignment. Consignment. That's the word. There we go. It yeah, could my, be on consignment. This and Michael did say that this this plays poorly. Yeah. So it's not it's not like it even plays great. And he points out the fret is the, over. He points out the fret access. The fret access is like the more you look at it and think about it, like the fret access is pretty poor. Yeah be not great so five for 500 bucks you can get a great playing guitar these days that doesn't look like a weird turkey got <laughs> <laughs> that kind of weird lizard tongue thing going on yeah but that's not mid that. medieval sort of thing and they yeah. is, every medieval animal like art wise is depicted mm -hmm. From an animal that was killed because they never got up close to an animal that was alive so yeah it's, it's all like oh you know it, you know how every animal has its tongue just hanging out of its mouth yeah we'll just draw them all that way it's not because they're dead when we get them yeah mark said uh that he wants to see the albanian flag double eagle double like eagle version of this because that's like a double neck because that's what this is, is this is like, a you know, and like you said, medieval or maybe not, maybe not full medieval, but this is very much like a nor uh, just a mainland European right war, war banner kind of bird. It's definitely it puts the mid in medieval for sure. Yeah. 
You think this is mid? I think it's just all the way bad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, mid mid kind of is all the way bad. Like it's you know. No, mid is just mid. I know, but still, like you don't want to be. Mid. I'd rather be all the way bad than be mid. You'd rather all be the way, all the way bad. Yeah, because at least then, like you got somewhere to go from mid. You're kind of stuck there. I guess. Steve is biblical. Yeah, it's biblical. Yeah, mid is lukewarm. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is is it time to decide? We've been we've been live streaming for an hour. I feel like it's time to pick the do winners. You, do you want to pick this now? Do you want to pick this now? Do we want to pick this? Ooh, should we wait till the end? Do do we want to get some people in the chat? Let that let the people voice their opinions on this, even though we won't really take it into consideration. Right. We're gonna go with our guts. We're not going with your guts, but we'll listen Let's to see your how guts. this Lafroig is. I had to look up, I thought it was Lafroig. But apparently it's Lafroig. I'm scrolling through everything again. Everyone in the comment section, just start making your vote. Start shouting and commenting. And like, what if we sold it? What if we were like, hey guys, super chat us the winner? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be so bad. I'm not going to do that. We'll never do anything Pe like that. People just start uh, super chatting their own name. Right, right. They're trying to, it's like selling raffle tickets. Yeah be a live video that would be so sketchy is that even legal no of course it's not legal steve you're kidding me oh it is legal you probably could do it you could get away with it but i don't think i don't think it's if if someone caught you it wouldn't be legal It'd probably yeah, get you kicked true. off of various things get kicked off of youtube or kicked off of patreon or something like that or there's various things we could be kicked off of steve so do you want to here here's what we'll do we'll tackle this obvious topic and then we'll vote. All right, let's do that. Um, okay. And the obvious get... topic is. Hold on, I'm grabbing a number first. The obvious topic is the arrow band guitar. Of course, of course, it's the arrow band guitar. Um. So, uh, I'm not gonna share this, but I'm gonna read it. Uh, we were contacted by Arrow Band back at the beginning of September. Um, it feels so much longer you know, ago. I don't have anything showing that I think is bad, so I'm just going to share it. Yeah, like, uh, well, my, my my story for this is that they contacted me. I looked at the Kickstarter and looked at all the information. I was like, this looks like a joke. I guess like, the bad I, thing is that it's too small. So okay, just work. put that down. No one needs to see that nonsense. But what it says it, but your response to it was, "Hello, Lola." To demonstrate the Arrow Band on my YouTube channel, I would charge five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, we've talked about f off pricing. That is our current f off. I price. think that's the only time I've ever done that where I've been like, because it seemed like it seemed like such a joke to me. I was like, this can't be serious. This yeah. product can't be serious. And the price that they had on the Kickstarter for each unit of the guitar, I was like, no, how can this be real? It, it must be like a money laundering thing yeah, or something like that. It's like, like five, I think their launch, their launch day special was $299. Um, okay. Their actual price apparently is $500. No. Um, which is wild to me. I've watched, um, I watched Andy's video. I watched, um, I watched Andy's video. I watched both of Henning's videos on this. And I watched one other guy who you I watched don't know. too many videos. Dude. I watched, I don't know what the name of the channel is, but he had like 30 something thousand subs. 
And after nine days, he took his video down mm. because he ran the video, got a bunch of negative comments uh, over his first week. Uh, and oh, I, I feel think, bad for that guy. I, and I think Andy and Henning. Oh, I watched parts of the six string TV video, which was uh, uh, Kalen's video. I watched parts of that. There's a lot of things. I don't necessarily want to talk about Arrow Band that or Arrow Guitar, Arrow Band that much. Uh, right. It's I think the the flaws in the product have been pointed out. Right. They they put it as a learning tool. I when I initially saw it, I thought they were silicone strings all the way through. So I was thinking of something more along the lines of that weird bass from back in the day. It was like a guitar going to be a guitar version of that. And I right. thought this was like this is a cool thing. Like um there was a dearmond uh ash the asbury bass like a guitar version of that with like maybe some midi functionality um but you i think picked up pretty quickly that they're just nubs they're not right. strings um so that's that's a big problem uh in all of the videos i watched where people were playing it it sounded like a casio keyboard from the 80s and not in a good way in a I got this for $29.99 at the big box store kind of way. Uh, I had one of those keyboards, you know, yeah. it's like it's it's your five-year-old's first piano kind of a thing, right? Um, it just sounded it sounded bad. It was a very botched execution. And I think this is what happens when a company maybe gets so focused on the technical aspect of the product that they don't think about who their target audience really is. I think that's the real problem. I think there's so many problems that it's not even worth our time to try to diagnose it. Like I, I know Henning is working with them to try to help improve and help give them feedback and be a consultant for them. I wouldn't do that. I'd just be like, quit. Just yeah. I, like I, no, the world doesn't the good the good version of this is still something that the world doesn't need. So like e either make a MIDI controller guitar or don't, you know, right. that's, that's it. And if you're going to do that, it should be a good MIDI controller because this is not a learning tool. It's, it should never be a learning tool for guitar. A guitar should be a learning tool for yeah. guitar. So there is no audience for this. There is no market for this. And it's just, it's silly. It's, it's extremely silly. And it, I could tell from their own content from their own promotional materials or in-house content. Like, no, the, the, no one should be fooling around with this. I didn't even, I, I gave them an outlandish cartoonish. And I know casino guitars is out there telling people that YouTubers like us make $10,000 per video. No, a $5,000 quote is a cartoonish outlandish yeah. price for a guitar demo. Like, no, it's that's, that is, incredibly rare if someone out there is getting that much for a demo um but i i threw that out there as a joke because i'm just like this product is a joke i i i wouldn't do it like it like there's no reason for me to waste my life trying to film this thing uh i do want to circle back to that guy who took down his video because really we should be talking about the the youtuber drama around it like sure the, the, it's well established the guitar is the, the guitar uh the product is not viable right on the market like it, things can be bad and still be viable people well, i'll, want I'll also things, say one, but it's one not last, viable on the market one last thing i'll say because i think this is kind of important they raised over two hundred fifty thousand dollars on this thing 
you know, I've heard before that a lot of times when you see on Kickstarter and GoFundMe and stuff like that, like, oh, wow, this thing got fully funded. A lot of times it's not because of individuals. It's because those are financers that they were able to find. Oh, okay. So that doesn't mean, that doesn't necessarily mean what it looks like it means. They were able to find financing from, you know, a a, a company that likes to bankroll projects or whatever. Right. Right. That's interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that guy who I, I feel pretty bad for him. I don't remember his channel name. We don't need to drag him up. Uh, but he did a straight faced demo of it. I watched most of it. He just, he just did his job. He just did the thing. He demonstrated the product. He showed himself playing it. He showed audio samples. He talked about the functions of it and because these other videos came out a few days later from henning and andy and six string tv just like showing what's going on with this thing mm-hmm. that poor guy went to bed just feeling fine about himself because he was he is in europe andy's video published he went to bed he woke up seven eight hours later and his channel was red hot on fire the servers were melting down because so many people were commenting on his videos i was checking i was looking at the comments and he was just getting torn yeah apart. I, I think the most astute comment i saw in the video and i think maybe andy and henning were so on top of it uh and to and and kaylin too i mean uh, right. He's he's a six strings TV is a smaller channel, especially compared to Andy and Henning. But he definitely uh, he did what he does, which again is also like kind of part of the due diligence aspect of vetting your channels. Henning said Glenn Fricker got one of these, or at I least think they, he was. I think he was they contacted one. him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they contacted everyone. Yeah, like, um, and the fact so, that we're not seeing more videos shows that yeah it's really not a viable product that there's not dozens of videos for this thing out right now but but i think the guy who who did the video i think the problem is is he basically did it like a commercial like it felt like he was only using his best takes so yeah he was presenting the product and he was presenting it um but but he he did did like a commercial he did a straight-faced demonstration like most of us we're, we're demo channels but we mix in a healthy amount of you know personal opinion which yeah like pushes into review territory because we're interjecting our personal opinions mm-hmm. he did a straight face like here is a demonstration here are the features here are the functions without commentary yeah wayne says that glenn uh said he didn't in in one of the comments but okay. um but I, I think you know one of the so uh one of the comments on that guy's video before it got taken down that i thought was pretty astute was that this product uh would really prove uh who the channels are that are just in it for the money versus who are the channels who are like trying to legitimately help people choose good products I think it depends on the style of video. I think in the case of that guy, like I, I didn't watch to the end. I don't know if he had a commentary part at the end and then he took the video down so we can't see it. Um, if he, if he had commentary at the end and he was like, Oh yeah, totally. This here is fine. Go buy it. Then I'd be like, yeah, this, this guy's just a shill. If he ended the video and it just was a straight face demo all the way through. then I'm like, 
Uh, he just he did his he did just did the thing. You know, I, he, if he doesn't offer commentary in his videos, then he doesn't. That's not his style. But then I also understand the point of view of the viewers out there, the people out there in guitar land that uh, have commentary on this stuff. It is a bad look. If you if I I don't usually have this opinion, but if you do straight demos, if something absolutely sucks, you probably shouldn't publish it. You probably no. shouldn't present that product as something that people can buy. Like if you're not going to do commentary, then you should at least have a standard to what you will help promote. Like even I, if there's money attached to it, like we there's, there's more products to demo all the time. We don't need to like sell uh, ourselves for, for one product, you know? Yeah. I have a distinct memory of, um, of it being uh of there being a part in there where he says like oh like again he, i think i felt like he was just reading a copy because he's like oh this would be great as a midi guitar i don't know what his experience with midi was but literally everybody else was like this doesn't track good enough like the tracking right. isn't clean enough to be midi like maybe it could be eventually um but yeah it's um I don't know. I don't, I, again, I, I don't want to pick on that guy too much. I just think it's an interesting thing. I think it's this strange momentary look into the gear space where, uh, into this demo world where it seems like you kind of see how this community is built out and how, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of the times, like in the Henning's second video, he references Andy's video a bunch. And in, I think even in his first video, he talks about, Kalen's video a bunch and, and so it, it just kind of sees how uh a lot of people it uh, a lot how there these connections exist that we always say exist but i think people forget they exist and i i want to say that i think that and I, I saw a henning comment somewhere that it's a good thing glenn didn't actually get one uh because that would have been you know like a, a sledgehammer smashing like kind of over the top sort of thing i'm I honestly feel really proud of our community. I feel really proud of Henning and Andy, how they handled it, the information yeah. that they put forward their, you know, how they handled the email that, that Andy got and many other creators got, uh, that felt like legal threats and things like that. I'm very proud of this community because we do take that stuff, not only as individuals, but as a community, like very seriously, like we take, the ethics of doing demos very seriously in this community. And we also, you know, we also look out for each other and we want to make sure that we're, you know, being protected and that, uh, that we have, you know, a bit of a, a, an official union in a way right. that gives us, you know, some sort of defensive posturing. Like if there's brands out there that want to take advantage of a creator then they have the resource of all the other channels that they can hit up and be like hey is this normal hey did you guys get this hey this seems weird to me like it 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 is honestly like a a beautiful relationship that we have with all these channels so I, i'm really proud of that i i wanted i pulled up this comment from connor it says it's funny how most channels have a viewership that wouldn't want this product in the first place which i think is true um and the only thing i can think of is maybe, um, and this is thinking very optimistically. Here's what I think happened. I think they just Googled guitar YouTubers. 
sure got a list at best maybe they did that maybe they just you know whatever and just well, it almost kind of looks like they went down the like the guitar house or gear fest manifesto and right like who, so, who was at these things let's just go through the list yeah pretty much um thinking in the most positive light all i can think of is maybe um they were thinking if we can get guitar players people who use you know high-end are used to using high-end equipment to say that this is a good product then it will mean something but i still think that this should have been you know it's like your drumeo thing i think mm -hmm. this would have been a good product to send to somebody and say if they had the infrastructure in place which henning points out that they don't but if they had the had a, a good learning infrastructure in place it would have been neat to see a video where somebody has this and they play it for 30 days. And then at the end of 30 days, they pick up, you know, they're like, I'm going to go to Guitar Center now to buy a Squire or whatever. I was going to shoot down that idea, but then I realized if they paid enough money to Emily Harpist to learn <laughs> guitar on this thing, like that would have been a good video. Right, right. But it would have, it would have, it would have taken her forever. And at the end of it, I have a feeling that, like that she would have been like, this is, this is not a good product. Like I think yeah. she would have been really frustrated by it. Because she's still a fingers on strings musician. She knows yeah, that yeah. how things are supposed to be. And that product is not how things are supposed to be. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think it's, it's just is what it is. I think I've said everything I have to say about this. So <laughs> Michael Krause says we take demos seriously. A guy who played guitar with a tampon and animated someone peeing, not just peeing and not just someone. I animated Mike Fuller pissing straight up into the air oh my and God. having the piss rain down. Right, on right. Um, <laughs> I need to grab a drink of water real quick and then you want, let's sure, do sure. this AVC. I'm going to stop my camera. So you yeah. don't, I don't know so why don't I stopped my camera. Peeing? Yeah. Why'd you stop your camera? But your audio is still running. We're still going to hear you pee. I guess I'll remove him manually. <laughs> so yeah, who's it going to be coming up? Steve and I are going to decide who wins the GNL Comanche. I'm going to ship this to one of those ad senders. I might even ship it out as soon as tomorrow. So we can get their address. I'm sure we can get their address pretty quick, right? Uh, how long is Steve going to take to pee? <laughs> I'm going to pour a drink. Oh, is he back right. already? I grabbed a snack. Oh, uh, okay. I was snacking earlier. Oh, you're going to hit that tequila. I'm going to hit the tequila. Ba -da, as well. ba -da, ba -da, ba -ba. I have a feeling be because we're having to rank them and figure out first, second, and third, this discussion is going to take a little while. You think so? I do. Uh, I started following Chris from... Uh, from uh spin doctors on threads really yeah so i don't think he's following us but we're following him well we'll, ha we'll have to get on him to follow us everyone go tag him and tell him to follow us don't do that that would be <laughs> annoying to him and he'll hate us so this is el telquino reposado i do i don't el tequino el tequino el tequino Quilenio. This is one of the bottles that Robert McDowell funded with his generous donation to the 500th episode. So thank you, Robert. I've become uh, interestingly picky about tequilas over the past couple of years. 
uh, I do research before buying something to make sure that like it's additive free and stuff like that. So I was standing in the Bevmo aisle for like 10 minutes trying to figure out if I was going to get this one or not. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, hey, Robert's here. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Cheers. I toast the camera. Toast. Oh, yeah. I need to give Lauren my food order. <laughs> All right. Should we? Is there one that stands out to you as Ooh. not the top? That's different. Uh, not the top. Not top ad. is the question. Not top. Um, hmm. The one that is not going to win. The I GNL feel like Comanche. I'll say top two. I'll say top two. I think my top two are the CD and the Mustang. How do you feel about that? What's your top two? Oh, man. It's hard. I, they're kind of like the, I kind of like the Phoenix. You like the Phoenix. I think uh, the Phoenix so is Wayne, fun bake asked do we mean top is best guitar or most entertaining we're going for most entertaining here we're going for what we liked talking about the most what we felt was best for the show you know yeah. give me your top two steve i think my top two are the cd and the wash washburn air quotes washburn so that means that if we both have CD in our top two, does that mean CD wins it? I don't know. Does it? Do you think that's what that means? And then we just have to figure out second and third? I don't know. That seems, I mean. It felt a little, the, the CD one got a little awkward for us at times. Why I don't know. You? That's tough. Uh, you all you figure it out. I'm gonna I got a, a I got a question for you. Do you know why our names don't show anymore? Oh, I think I turned that option off. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um pragmatic says Phoenix. Damien says CD. Um Mr. Nobody says CD. Uh everyone's saying Landon Bailey is banned from the chat and they don't know why he's here. Hi, Landon. Oh great! Landon I think Landon. I didn't. I've never. I did not know Landon prior to Gearfest. Yeah, I'm glad I that we know him now. And I think Landon is like one of my favorite YouTube channels now. So <laughs> you all go subscribe to Landon Bailey, please. Yeah, go follow Landon. Uh, he's, 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 his he's, his he's sense great. of humor is very much like what I want my sense of humor to be. I want your sense of humor to be like Landon's too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why can't I, agree I be on funny? That? You're funny, Steve, just in a Steve way. Oh. Okay, so um, I'll try to rank the next. Well, I already said that I think the, the Mustang is in my top two. So we'll, we'll just say CD is, is number one right now, and we're trying to, all right. trying to rank all uh, right. the Mustang versus the Phoenix. I just feel like the Mustang uh, puts in that. So he says, congrats on 500 episodes. We haven't been acknowledging people because we've been doing things, but thank you everyone yes, who's absolutely. wished thank us you. a happy 500. Um, we've been doing this for almost 10 years. And I'll say, well, I'll say this all again later, hopefully, but we've been doing this for almost 10 years. I don't know how many, you know, this started as a podcast that turned into a, youtube community and a and a relatively large facebook community i don't know how many youtube videos we have now do you know offhand probably Close to not 2000 
Um, so there's a and then, lot and you're like 300 of those are the podcasts. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of, uh, a lot of hard work that goes on to make this happen. Um, so thank you. Thanks to everyone who's here. 167 people. This is, is this the most we've had in a live stream? My live streams usually get like 50, 60. I don't know what yours usually get. I think I broke 200 one time, but this is high. This is, this is above normal. So yeah, huge thanks to everyone who's here right now. Uh, we really appreciate, uh, I mean, I, you know, we we've had milestone episodes over the years and this is another yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um, but I like, I always just want to make sure that it's very clear. Like, obviously none of this could exist. None of this could happen. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't have done this for so long um, without the audience here, yeah, without people sure. enjoying what we do. Steve and I started doing this podcast because we were essentially already doing it over text. Like we were, we were texting each other guitar ads that we found throughout our workday yeah. and chatting about them in ways that were entertaining to us. And when we were, we were just like, we should just podcast this. We should just record this because we're already making this an entertaining experience with each other. Other people enjoy it. And I'm glad that we were right. We had a suspicion and I'm glad that you're all out there and do <laughs> enjoy it and do find value in our weird, very unconventional guitar show. We're not, we're, we're not the type of people who 10 years ago you would have thought would have what is like one of the more notable guitar media outlets like podcast youtube channel you know whatever you want to think of us as like we're we're a known quantity and that's bizarre because neither of us are professional players we're not known players we're not studio players uh we're barely amateur players we just have a love of guitar as an object and as a creative thing and it's something that is entertaining to us and uh it's been amazing to see the community kind of rally around that and say like oh I'm like these people and I want to watch their content. So yeah, no. it's, it's now, pretty amazing to be here. Now planet Solanke says we haven't made enough podcast episodes. Uh, so. <laughs> well, we don't have any plans to stop. So <laughs> I, I, it's the, I still can't believe it's been 500 episodes, 10 years. Like this, I mean, it makes sense because we started it before Henry was born and he's nine now. So yeah, yeah, it's been that long, but it still feels like something we just started as a goof. Like it's, it always just feels like something just silly that we do, you know, on the side for fun. So I guess that's kind of the beauty of podcasts and why there's so many podcasts out there because it's an excuse for middle-aged men to talk to their friends. <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's cool to be able to do this, and it's cool that that so many people are are here for it. All right, let's get down to business. Yeah, we got you... Mustang Husk versus Phoenix. Do we want? Do we need a spin doctor's flip for it? I don't know. Do we, I? I want to hear your are. I okay. I just feel like the Mustang. Uh, I got a little bit more riled up talking about it by uh, on the Phoenix. So I was like, yeah. There it is. There's a the thing, but the Mustang, I felt something. Cause it was like, yeah, I felt, I felt conflicted because like, yes, it is at its, it is the core of a vintage Mustang. There is value in that, but all the value has been removed. And that upset me the, the, the Phoenix thing, who knows where it came from? Like it, if it stopped existing, no one would care. If it became damaged, no one would care. I feel an emotional connection to the, to the Mustang. All right. I, I, as entertaining as it usually is, to fight i it's hard to fight against that 
type of argument. So I'm going to write it down. Winning the $50 Adventurers Club gift card is the Mustang. Do you have names for these people? I do. Uh, the Mustang was Nick Knight. So congratulations, Nick Knight, on winning a $50 digital gift certificate printed on virtual card stock. And huge congratulations for uh, Ralph Pacheco with his CD1 listing. He's winning a $25 virtual gift card printed on digital cardstock and huge congratulations to mike kraus i'm assuming it's no just a... mike mike kraus wasn't the cd oh he was the phoenix what He's did the i phoenix right. ralph okay, pacheco I'm... is the cd ralph pacheco won yeah he won first place i'm so i got so confused ralph pacheco you won the gnl yeah. mike kraus won first place he won he won third place. Okay, I'm all confused now. I did it to myself. I know what the order is, but okay, let's do this clean and make it make it seem like this is like a well-done show. Oh my gosh. Here we it's go. It's not like you're going to edit it. No, but we'll edit it in the theater of our minds, right? Everyone in the audience, we can all agree that this is a all fresh right. start and we're all going to act like you're hearing the drum roll. Here we go. Right. Ryan, and you've been taking drumio lessons. You should be doing a drum roll on an actual snare drum <laughs> with sticks. Third place, winning a $25 digital gift certificate printed on heavy virtual cardstock. Mike Kraus with his Phoenix Woo! guitar. Yay! 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 Second place. No, you go straight to first place. Second place actually doesn't get announced. What? No, that's BS. All right, fine. Second place with his high mutilated work. Mustang. Uh, but you do third in the skip second? That's nonsense. This his turd of a Mustang that shouldn't this exist, and it makes us all Mustang. sad. Nick Knight, congratulations! You won Woo! a $50 virtual gift certificate printed on heavy, heavy digital card stock. And now for the winner, who could it be? The suspense is killing us. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way it could be anyone's race at this at this point. Ralph Pacheco with his CD guitar winning Ooh. an incredible grand prize of this GNL tribute Comanche previously demoed on this very channel. Congratulations, Ralph! It's an incredible prize. It's an incredible ad. I'm, I'm huge thanks to Sweetwater for providing the guitar. By the way, like mm -hmm. that's that's incredible. I I didn't even tell him it was going to be for the 500th. I didn't know. I didn't know how I was going to give it away. I was like, send me two guitars. I'll give one away and I'll send the other one back. And that's what's happening. So huge thanks to Sweetwater, not officially sponsoring this episode, but I guess technically unofficially sponsoring it. Like there's yeah. more, like there's more dollar value to that guitar than the individual sponsorships of the other two sponsors. So yeah, I mean, I guess they're our main sponsor this episode. I got to say, you know, over the years we've had a lot of sponsors right now. Our sponsors are string joy and chase bliss. And they are very much constant sponsors kind of mm -hmm. at this point. But you know, last month we had pickup music uh, before that we had under my roof app. Uh, we've had, I don't, we've had all kinds of sponsors. Yeah. Uh, let's find, see if I can find something. Uh, Big Ear Pedals was a sponsor at Absolutely. one point. Um, I used to do I a thing my when, older I, when one, I would, you know. when I would do demos, I would include a sponsor spot 
for the podcast with every demo that yeah. I did. And that just became, it would, it would, wouldn't, uh, sustainable, yeah. but demonic machines back, has sponsored the show, which is uh, a really cool, a really cool company. But if you went back to that time, you, there's, there's probably dozens of sponsors just in that yeah. time. Like there's been so many brands that have, have supported us over the, the, the decade of doing this. And it's, like, do you remember our first sponsor? Let's talk about our first sponsor. Who was our first sponsor? Ben Nystrom Guitars. Oh, that's right. Nystrom Guitars. Very cool. I think, you know he, Let me see. I think he paid us like 20 bucks or something like that. And we did it. We did a sponsorship for him. I I, I don't think he does guitars anymore, but uh, no, I think he really just nice runs guy. like a, I think he just has a shop. Let me see if I have this back here. What is he going to get? But that was, inc that was incredible to me. And I think our first year we got a guitar sponsor and, uh, it's, it, it still feels incredible to mm. me all the time that we I've have got, any commercial viability at all. For what I've, we got do the, I've got the episode log somewhere, but I don't know. Oh, okay. That's what you were going for. Yeah. All right. You were going to go through the book, the master book. Yeah. Just see what I could, what kind of other things that I don't remember that we could find. Um, I really liked this format. I'm just going to say, if you ever want to send an ad to the show, uh, preference is if you can figure out how to take screenshots because sometimes we don't get to them for a few weeks and they'll they'll disappear. Uh, but send them to 60cyclehumcast at gmail.com. And I got to say, like, maybe it won't be a regular thing. Maybe you just won't know when we do it. Maybe some Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, I'll show up at the in the garage and say, "Hey, man, we should give away some affordable pedals tonight. I'll ship them out, and maybe we'll do some more giveaways here. Not, it'll just be random, or maybe yeah. it'll be like, maybe we'll do an episode. We we go, you know what? This is gonna air the week of Christmas. This is gonna air the week of Valentine's Day, and we love y'all. And so we're just gonna we'll find some weird, dumb ways to." to maybe do some giveaways, but it's just going to be random. It's just yeah. going to be random. Well, I, maybe I like, we'll never do one. I like doing it as the adventure club uh, format. Well, I think that's yeah. it's built in. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's no reason we can't do that often. Uh, I will say I'm launching a demo video tomorrow and I convinced the builder to send me two of the thing. So that oh. I, could give, I could give one of them away and it's going to be an easy, like enter your email address into a landing page for their, newsletter sort of oh cool contest entry but the one i'm giving away is a custom color option so stay tuned for tomorrow there's going to be another giveaway i i do like the idea of like you know taking advantage of brands and sponsorships to to give stuff away not because it like benefits us in any way but it's like it is a fun thing to do it is Wait. fun to like be able to send stuff out to winners and hold stuff. on i thought you didn't like doing giveaways I don't like coming up with the concepts. But, oh, okay. All right. All right. Something simple. Like, oh, like, I don't like running contests. Yeah. Like, this isn't running a contest. Like, I didn't really even tell anyone that we were doing it this way. I hinted a couple of times because I told people we were going to give away the GNL. Like, well, how, how, how? And it's like, well, tune into the live and send in ads. I didn't get into details, you know. Um, Kevin Ramsey apparently didn't listen to last week's episode. <laughs> Or I forgot to shout him uh, out, but Kevin Ramsey is a, one of our inner circle guys. So thanks for hanging yeah. out with us tonight, Kevin. Huge thanks to the inner circle too, and and everyone who supports on Patreon or has supported or will support pa through Patreon, or has supported in other ways, like like Ro like Robert McDowell donated a bunch of cash to Steve and I to have you know nice drinks tonight. 
there's people who have supported us over the years and uh it's always so incredibly generous and it's not needed at all like no one needs to do that we're gonna we're gonna make content one way or another uh, it would just be made on a different level if there wasn't you know resources coming in but it it really it really means a lot to us and it is it feels legitimately humbling every single time someone uh takes care of us or gifts us something or supports us in any way like every every month when that patreon uh deposit shows up i'm like man i feel like that's more money than people should be sending us <laughs> yeah i mean we use it we absolutely use it i balanced our our budget last week and I was like, okay, all right. I think that'll get, that'll get us to the next quarter. You know, <laughs> we, we, I've been making more Patreon funded content and stuff like that. We find ways to use that money. And uh, we just really deeply appreciate yeah. that people are that invested in what we do that they put money into it. So a, a lot of, a lot of channels build themselves on giveaways and that's fine. We're going to uh, wreck ourselves on giveaways. We, the, the, when we, well, <laughs> The giveaways that we've done have been have been stupid. We did the reverbs, which I told you. Okay, uh, this actually builds in. This was not intentional. Uh, Sir John Four, Sir John uh, Intravenous Mm -hmm. says five hundred episodes, and you still have things to talk about. Congratulations! That's also thanks to the audience. Yeah, we're not a topic show. If we were a topic show, we would have died probably a hundred five hundred episodes ago. Sometimes we get a good topic in a week. Um, not usually but but the ads are the topics and uh the they're all crowdsourced we we get those from y'all but he says question how much bickering goes on behind the scenes after 500 episodes not a lot but i did tell ryan that the reverbs the azor reverbs giveaway i was committed to it but he was like oh yeah we're gonna get like a hundred cards i'm like no dude you're gonna get like a few hundred cards we are not going to have any problem giving this away we were both wrong we got yeah. like two thousand letters it was, in the mail. It, i think it was more than that it was like three or four thousand maybe i'm building it up something different in my head but it's like it was it was insane how yeah how but, much. I, but i remember you being like oh no it's not going to be a big deal we're going to have leftovers we're going to be giving these away forever and i'm like no dude that's because uh, our previous contest only got like 50 entries and all people had to do was like click a link or something yeah so so Besides that, I don't, I can't think of too many things we've argued about in the production of this, of if, the channel. If, if we had to figure out a, a percentage of time that we argue about things, I would have to say zero. I know every now and then we like, no, no, let's do it different. Like, but you and I don't bicker. We don't fight. Yeah. Like we don't butt heads. Like we're both pretty much on the same team. Like if, if we, if we ran for office, we would both be each other's vice presidents basically. Cause it's just like. Oh yeah, just like I trust you, go do it. Or like, oh yeah, that's that sounds good. If you're saying that's good, then I'm just gonna, yeah, sure. I haven't had a thought on it, so I'm just gonna go yeah. with yours. You know, yes, he like, says I told you you're gonna get, dude. We got swamped. It's true. Yeah. Um, but well, everyone I said that. Everyone says that for everything though. Every time I cover some cheap pedal, they're like, oh great, now it's gonna triple in price, and it never actually happens. Yeah. So like everyone always thinks that things are gonna happen, but most of the time they do not. So I still feel vindicated in thinking like we were going to be left with a ton of of those reverbs i'm still shocked and blown away that was two christmases ago that was yeah two years ago and we're still talking about it like like the the people who work at the ups store when i go in and check the box like they know my face because they probably have me printed up on the wall somewhere like look out for this guy like 
He's, he's going to get yeah. bags and probably bags of nails sent your, to him. They probably put your phone number on it. So it's like, as soon as they get more than one thing in the, like, cause they send the, they send an email when there's a package, probably yeah. when there's like three packages, they're like, we have to call him because this right. is going to, who knows what's going to happen. Blood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I can't think of everything else has been small. It's so small. I can't even remember it. So, um, so yeah, there's that. Are we ready to open up this motherfucking pit? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what people think we would fight over, you know? Yeah. I dropped the link in the chat. You beat if me. I almost I had my finger on the button. If people want to jump in. Um, you know, when I do my streams with with my Sunday morning streams, I always say, like, you know, just come prepared to say something. Um I mean, I guess people don't have to, but you know, that's what I always say. We can also just hang out and read comments too. Like people don't have to join. This tequila is very good. I recommend this. It's um hold on. Jay Spammerson smoky caramely flavor. Jay Spammerson just sent us an email that says, just a heads up, guys. Looks like Reverb is trying to recruit people to finish you off. Proof is in the attached photo. Let me show uh -oh. you this photo. What do you got? Uh, share screen. Reverb has it out for you. How share to that. find and eliminate ah! cycle. Um, I, that's that's better than what I thought it was going to be. I thought uh, it was going to be them starting a podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for uh, banning that person, whoever did that. That's why we have so many mods. Unless you did it, Steve. I was just gonna put him in timeout, so someone went. Oh, no, that's way. a that's a and that's fine. Yeah. Jeez, people, come on, grow up. Where is forty watt Philip? He's probably watching the football game, whatever uh, football yeah. game is. Everyone on. watching right now is like me, Steve. They hate sports. <laughs> it's not that that I hate sports or that we hate sports. The the sport the non sporting community out there is that we legitimately don't even really know that it's going on and we wouldn't watch it if we did. That's fair. I don't it's know. A, what it's a, a, a deep and sincere apathy. Oh, Mark says, uh, I imagine season one to do his own thing on the channel and Ryan's holding it back. No, I, I have ideas. And when I get in a, yeah, when I get, a, uh, when I get the time to film them, they will be on the channel. I've never been anything but encouraging for Steve to come and wreck the channel with his own content. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 